good morning, afternoon, or evening. Please delete as appropriate. Hello there. This is the Material Podcast, episode number 171, and I am Andy Anatko. And I'm Florence Ion. And Andy, I appreciate that you let me introduce myself because I realized I don't let you do that. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) When it's my turn. But you know what? It's fine. We each have our own style, and that's what makes this podcast so unique. We're taking our listeners on a journey. Exactly. You know, and if we if we're on the same mile miles of uh, southwestern interstate where even the scrub, scrub grass is uninterrupted by trees nor rocks, of what interest would it be to anybody? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's not it's and also it's we need something to change things up. This has been sort of a there, there's stuff to talk about, but it's, it's not as though it's been like a firecracker of uh, a popping firecracker of, uh, of 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 glamorous news about uh, Google and stuff like that. Uh, I'm I, as I'm preparing the show notes, I'm like, okay, all I all I all I got for like you know to mention the top of the show is that I was wrong last week when I smugly said that the T-Mobile G1, like the very first Android phone, had a headphone jack uh, because it actually didn't. Uh, I was mentioning. I that- think that was my fault, by the way. Because uh, I I think I came up with that out of nowhere, <laughs> and I apologize to everybody. No, no, sometimes I, it happens. It, to it us. happens. We're human. It's a see. I, I I was taking I was taking credit for that because it sounds like the sort of wise ass thing I would have said. It sounds like the sort of it sounds like me saying, "Oh, and by the way, remember how the first iPhone it had like a headphone jack, but they decided just for for looks, just for style, let's put like a whole, let's put like a bezel around it so that's too narrow to get your headphone jack in there. At least the the G one, even though it didn't have like a whole bunch of cool stuff, at least it had a headphone jack, but it didn't. That was it. true for a lot of phones of that era. Exactly. By the way, I did have a phone at that time that required one of those uh, teeny tiny headphone jacks. I had to buy it Radio Shack, which also still existed back then. <laughs> RIP. And then yeah, I there's a, uh, a <laughs> I was uh, doing some doing some looking on eBay and somebody had an actual like Radio Shack like outdoor store sign and wow. I contemplated it for a second. Just a would, second. Let's just let's just put it at it would be about a second. It'd be longer than a second, longer than a second, second and shorter than a minute, seconds. but definitely longer than I should have. <laughs> it was down. It was down to the point of well, you know, the thing is with having these high ceilings, I could put it like at the top of the ceiling. I could, put, I could have like a shelf, like like eight foot off the off the floor, and I could replace it the the interior lighting with like strip uh, controllable LED, so it would just be like sort of a dull glow. And then said, no, you then you'd have spent five hundred dollars for probably like pigeon poop encrusted <laughs> radio, and not even the classic Radio Shack sign. The hey, <laughs> when, the when millennial they, when, Radio Shack sign. Yeah, like when they decided <laughs> to rebuild their entire business plan on. Well, I know you're not coming here for you know computers or phones or radios or toys or anything, but you know. When you buy your computer or your phone or your toy, I bet it's going to need batteries, huh? Well, we got batteries. And how about a head? How about a headphone cable? Like if okay, it probably came with headphones. But what if you want like a six foot extension on that? Then we're 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 here with open. And it was like, oh dear, I'm glad that I'm not like invested in the Radio Shack pension plan. I'm I'm glad I'm glad I weaned myself off of dependency on my Radio Shack Battery of the Month Club card when I was twenty or thirty. You're making me sad because you're making me think about these big stores, these big computer stores and what a rarity they are. 
even big sports stores are a rarity. And I'm not talking the corporate kind. I'm talking like the family owned giant sporty goods, but back to tech, the <laughs> last, the last, uh, big beacon of, of tech nerdy consumer. I mean, listen, I don't want to put the label nerd on there because I want to like not have that be such a niche, uh, just for the general population. But a place like Fry's Electronics definitely appeals to those of us who really enjoy being surrounded by these things. And, no, and, and people who like know what they came in for. <laughs> like it was, it's, I, I need a, can't I, find it. I need a 12 volt, uh, wall wart at, as long as it's uh, greater than 500 milliamp, milliamps, that's fine. It's like, and like, and then point me to like a box of just unlabeled, tr- unpackaged transformers that says any transformer five dollars, and I will spend a, a happy ten minutes rummaging through it and reading the backs of them. It's that's you, you would like to have those. You like to have this. You, what you don't want to have is an experience where you say, again, being being humble as hell, being being acknowledging the ludicrousness of the request. But like saying that, hey, you don't I'm sure you don't have uh, like a USB three and a half inch floppy drive, do you? And you just don't want it. And what you want. Oh, God, no, no, sorry. We haven't had those in years. That's fine. That's on me for for doing some sort of a weird project or some weird file recovery. What you don't yes. want is flop. What three and a half. Um, do you, do you want a, a surge protector? We have so surge protectors are over like okay, it's not a surge protector, it's a storage. Oh, we have flash drive. You should want a flash drive. If I wanted a flash drive, I would have said flash drive. I actually said three and a half. And and the thing is, you're arguing about something that you you were you got the answer you were expecting that no, you don't have it in stock. But I now you don't want to get out of the conversation. But he's trying to help you and trying to. Uh, so that's that's what I miss. Like there's a, there is a, uh, this is probably still good information for anybody within a car ride of New England. There is a wonderful electronics store that's still in business called You Do It Electronics. It's on uh, the mighty uh, I-95 slash I-93 interchange in Needham, Massachusetts, right across from WCBV, WCVB uh, Channel 5 Studios and uh, in Needham, Massachusetts. And every year they have a President's Day sale, and the high, one of the highlights of the President's Day sale is a room like on the third floor where they just every time they they, they buy out the, the the stock of like another store, and they've already separated like all the brand new like stereo stuff and like tools and stuff that they're going to sell, and they have like stuff left over like the repair department had a bunch of like old receivers or. Uh, they, they, they were doing some cleaning and they found like a, just a bundle of wires or all kinds of interesting, but strictly weird junk. They put it in this room and then the month before the, the sale, they would spend time with orange stickers trying to figure out, okay, here's a $2,000, uh, $8,000 Panasonic plasma screen, uh, TV that's smashed in, uh, 20 bucks. Fine. Here's a here's a Pioneer CD transport for uh, for like a DJ setup that has been made for eight years. Uh, yeah, five bucks. And and then so they, it's a garage uh, sale, sort of like that. But like you don't know what's you don't know what's what's going to be in there. And also, it's legendary amongst nerds. So people will start like camping out the night before, not in a violent way, like not in a like Rolling Stones Altamont concert sort of way, uh, but like but the store will open at like eight, and there'll be people like at first person will show up around midnight or 1 p.m. 1 a.m. Uh, because there's going to be a crowd of people and 
a very polite rush up the three two flights of stairs to the third floor just grabbing stuff whatever looks like shiny like oh this i don't know what, oh look what was what, this i described oh it's a it's a plastic bag filled of like camcorder lenses i'll definitely pay ten dollars for that that's a good grab and so my my i got my laser disc player that way i got uh, my uh, emergency hazard be, uh, emergency uh, uh street construction hazard flasher that way all kinds of cool stuff but also the adventure of camping out in your car overnight with knowing that everybody else in your in that parking lot is of your tribe of your people i will uh, i will i will again i'm sorry i'm playing my one uh totally you know totally have nothing to do with anything card here i should have declared that beforehand but this is such a cool thing that i want people to know about it there is this tradition where now this is this is february in new england which means it can get pretty damn horrible <laughs> one 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 year it was actually snowing all night and it was sub-freezing I don't but know what that's like. It's yeah. It's trust me. You don't. You don't want that. You really don't want that. Particularly as you uh, as you contemplate at two a.m. as you're shivering in the back seat of your car, saying, "I'm doing this in hopes so that I can get a broken laser wow. disc player that maybe wow. I can fix, or at least wow. we'll have enough motors in it that I can make a rope." Uh, it froze. But but here but here but here's the thing. Like this is this is why it's so alien to me when I hear all of these like Black Fridays uh, Black Friday things or the lines for iPhones where. People are camping out on the sidewalk for two or three days. What would happen is if you think that you might be there early enough to be the first in line, you go to the, you go to the CVS pharmacy or whatever, you buy like a, a pad of paper and a pen, okay? And then if you do get there first, you on the first page of that pad of paper, you write a big number one and you tear it off and put it on the dash on your dashboard and then maybe you will spend while you're waiting for the second person to come you will fill the rest of the notebook with number 2 number 3 number 4 and then from then on you're only responsible for waiting for the next person to show up you walk over you say howdy you hand you hand them the pad of paper they take what's then the number 2 off the top of the pad put it on their dashboard wait for the next person to come along it's unofficial but it's 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 basically the 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 contract is that nobody wants to have to actually physically wait outside in line overnight in february what we can do instead is simply have this voluntary system this honor based system where we will at the time where it seems like maybe an hour before the store opens we will assemble in a real line because the third the 20 or 30 people who did show up before 6 a.m are enough of a group to say that if the person who came at 6.05 a.m. decides to be number one in line, we have enough authority to simply say, dude, newbie, no. So I'm saying that there is honor amongst nerds. It's a yeah, simple system I'm, and it works. It, it, I'm perplexed because it sounds like a, a loving and caring society. Uh, one that uh, I didn't know could exist, but you're right. And Andy, because you and I share this kinship, I feel like I also would really like to talk to you about some flobservations, I would like to call them, <laughs> which is a term I just made oh, up. We should, we, we need, no, no, no. We, we need to wait like six seconds for the theme music. Da, 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 da. Flobservations. Flobservations. We'll, 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 um, we'll, we'll get some con we'll get some music in there. Later. Yeah, we'll we'll do, we'll do something with thing. that. We're we're spitballing. We're still workshopping this, but flobservations hit us. Well, listen, I I think about these things, right? <laughs> I'm out in the world, and I go, boy, what am I going to talk to Andy about when I get back? Uh, to my little podcast station. And so what happened was I went to Portland, Oregon, which is beautiful, a beautiful place, a beautiful city, uh, lots of very delicious things to eat and drink. And by drink, I mean, do you know how much kombucha is in Portland? Like <laughs> I'm kombucha guessing. and strong coffee, which is like the two things I love to drink constantly. Um, 
and tea. It's just like, oh, anyway, it's a great place to visit if you want to fill your stomach up with things. But anyway, so I'm there and I went on a little hike with my friend and I go into like a visitor center looking for a bottle of water because we are silly and we forgot to bring a bottle of water with us uh, for what was supposed to be a less than one mile hike that turned into a four mile hike, (laughs) Uh, urban hike, of course. But it was still tiring nonetheless and we needed to hydrate. So I only had my phone on me because that's all you really need on a hike. Uh, It has everything (laughs) I need on there, right? It has internet, it has my wallet, it has my camera, it has my step counter. Uh, Unfortunately, not many visitor centers have tap to pay. Now, when I walk into a place of business I and I go up to the register, I noticed in Portland, by the way, that NFC is just rampantly throughout. Like all the cute little coffee shops, even the punk rock coffee shops have uh, NFC by way of Square or some sort of like next gen POS system, right? I think that's redundant, but you know what I mean. Um, and so I thought I would try my luck and I was shaded by the woman who was working at the visitor center because I asked for Apple pay, which is how I asked for it because I, nobody knows it's called Google pay and nobody (laughs) knows. So I just asked for Apple pay and, um, she, she's like, what is that? She's like, Oh, you mean that fancy thing that that's at Starbucks? No, we don't have that here. She made me feel so stupid. (laughs) And I know that like, this is, Okay, there's a lot of injustices in this world, and this is like such a first world. But but I'm gonna bring this up because because I feel like maybe the rest of you will make me f- feel some kinship. I don't know if that came out right, but um, sometimes sometimes it's rough being out there in the world that is beautiful and natural. And to just be like this really serious tech head like we are, because I do spend a lot of time on the internet. And this comes out in other ways, too, by the way. Um, Just the whole like being an internet person, quote unquote, versus not being an internet person. And so it was just like, it's just an observation. And it just made me feel defensive. (laughs) I felt defensive that I didn't have cash on me. Yeah, it's... It it well it depends on how that person reacts to you and your reflexive and reflexive oh I'm sorry I thought thought you might take have to pay and then well maybe- I look like a bumbling millennial compared to like everybody right because I'm like walking in and I'm huffing and puffing and I'm like do you have water <laughs> she's like you know I'm just no but it 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 happens it's like at my <laughs> now it's see uh and I and I can definitely also speak to like feeling put upon even though i feel i know rationally i don't have a, i don't have a right to feel put upon at the uh, so i usually r- i ride my bike to commuter rail and uh, it's really close by which means that i feel entitled to cut it really close mm-hmm. like much closer than if it yep. were like a long distance i so, understand this yep and so i lock up my bike and i feel like i've got this four minute window I've in which it. i can buy a beverage at the vending machine it takes tap to pay Great. I have just enough time to make this happen. <laughs> if everything so, goes smoothly. Exactly. And so tap to pay doesn't outwork. It says, oh, well, cash only. I'm like, God, your blood starts to boil. Well, it's, it's like, okay, that's, that's hitch number one. That's, that's fine. That's fine. That's hitch number one. But, but here's, here's what really got me upset. Here's what made me go, go full like Basil Faulty on this machine. Uh-oh. Where the, uh, it's a, like a 
it's, it must be like a sponsored vending machine because 20 ounce Do- Diet Dr. Pepper is a buck 25. Cheapest price anywhere for Diet Dr. Pepper. Great. So, okay, phew, great. I got a, I got, uh, not only do I have like a dollar 25, I even got it in quarters. So it's not as though the bill changer doesn't work. And so the problem, the re- it would not take my money because it said exact change only. No problem. I, I can give you five quarters. And for some reason, the computer was screwing up so that it always had like a 10 cent like credit always on the machine. So I would feed in like my dollar 25, then it would be like 135 and say, I'm sorry, rather rather than give you the option of saying, keep the damn dime. I've d- just biked 20 miles an hour for like 10 or 15 minutes. I'm thirsty. I want a Dr. Pepper. It's like, I'm sorry. I can't possibly take that dime, sir. And I'm trying to figure out how much time do I have to solve this problem versus I'd better just get on the damn train because I didn't have. I yes. Didn't have, so and and again, you're. I'm, I felt like uh, when I got seated on my train, I'm. Su- I feel. Oh God, you're such a child. Uh, you again. I was ready to like beat like like rip off a tree branch. Like you know that scene in Faulty Towers where he yeah. like cusses out his car, then stomps off, rips off a tree branch, and then starts beating his car with this tree branch. It's like I'm warning you. <laughs> I'm gonna count to three. One. Two, three, right. You say this is exact change. I'm giving you exact change, but you're going to you're going to get a damn good threshing. It's like Andy, you're fine. Everything's but yeah, but yeah, it, we it's it's okay to rely on this stuff. It's like I'm glad the number of times I've been saved by like when I used to commute and before uh, the MBTA be, uh, used like uh, phone payments, uh, where you can buy like tickets and pay uh, and uh, have an electronic ticket. Basically having to be back in the position of being like when I was 12 years old and like counting nickels and dimes to make sure I had enough money to like board the train or do or board the bus or whatever. Like I want to say, look, I've got like much, much more than like $12 and 50 cents in the bank, but I'm trying to find enough actual, I don't have time to stop at the ATM on the way to the train. And so here's, here's a five here, four crumpled up singles. Here's, I'm going to have to break open this roll of quarters. Like, so yeah, it's okay. But uh, but there's more there's a little more to this than that. It's also okay. so I I spent so leaving the bubble of the Bay Area that is very tech centric and going to a place that is not reliant 135 percent on technology uh, being its main export. I guess uh, <laughs> it was interesting to use my devices around my pals and to see their reactions to it because I don't really get that interaction as often anymore. And so I did the cool, um, the cool Google assistant AI thing where it can read and uh, the text on an image and extract it, which I guess would be OCR. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I asked for the Wi-Fi password from my pals and they sent, they emailed me a screenshot. And as I was able to press down exactly on where the numbers were and have it immediately highlighted from the image so that I could copy it and then paste it into my settings panel. I was just kind of astonished by just like these little things of the way that I sort of normalized using my Google stuff in my life and how maybe outlandish that is to other people. Not outlandish. Maybe that's not the right word. Mm. But um, I don't know. It's just that's what I thought about. (laughs) 
No, I, I, I see. I, I know what you mean. It's, it's like uh, you. It's. I imagine this what it's like. Like you know, in the cartoon universe where like the the rabbit and the duck are friends, and they go and they hang out with the bear, and like. Wow! Wow! You you you've got what's that other thing? How how are you like gripping that uh, that 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 stick so well? Well, I have this thing on my on my hand called a thumb. A thumb? Why don't I don't have a thumb? And someone's saying, yeah. "Oh man, it's gonna take me forever to climb all the way down and then back up again. Why why don't you just fly? Fly? What's that? Well, I have these things called like, and sometimes it's like that. Like the first time, <laughs> the first time you know, you're with an Andro- uh, iPhone user was with an Android person and said, "Oh, why don't I just copy and paste that? Copy and paste on your phone? Wow!" <laughs> I mean, we are, we are cyborgs, but we have different. We have decided to install different aftermarket products, <laughs> the aftermarket utilities for our bodies. Oh, and then the other thing that happened was I had my I had the pixel book with me and I was using it to you know I was using it because it's it was the laptop I brought with me and um at one point we had switched computers for whatever reason and I didn't realize like what computer I was on and I started to paw at the screen <laughs> and it was not a touch screen and it's just like it's just like these little things that happen in life. Like they're very little fleeting things in the grand scheme of it all. But because I am a person who like writes about the world of tech and the world of tech that I live in and the world of tech that like my friends consume, it's just interesting to me how these disparities still exist and how it's like between platform and platform. And it's also just really interesting to note on a just like on a bigger picture that I don't think a lot of people like really know what Google is doing with its products. I don't think people realize what this stuff is doing and how like capable it is. Yeah. And I don't know if that's like a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> I mean, it's a bad thing for Google because obviously they want to make money, but I think about it and I, it just, sometimes it's, or like I was passing around my pixel between them and someone noted how light my phone felt compared to their iphone and like i don't i haven't held an iphone in years i actually don't remember if it's dense or not but i've just been using this thing which is super light i mean i can barely sometimes tell if this is in my like sweat pocket or not um because it's so darn light i have to like check to see if it's physically there so it's just it's just an interesting observation and I bring it up, too, because I feel like this will be a good segue into our first topic uh, after the break, which is talking about what's rumored for the October 9th event uh, that Google is hosting. And I'm just thinking about the broader scope of how Google exists in people's lives. And I really think that for a lot of the world, uh, Google is still very much just that search engine with like those little branch of services that people have been using all this time. I think a lot of people aren't aware of how much hardware actually exists from them and like what it's capable of doing yeah it, it's dangerous to get that kind of tunnel vision like the, the first time that i when uh, i really decided to use windows 10 for like a solid week or two mm-hmm. I really it was the first time that i had to tell myself oh so i i have to now slap myself for every time that i said that windows sucks and it's nowhere near as easy to use as the mac and i still i still prefer mac os but like all the times where you you're you just have it ingrained in your brain that windows is the operating system that runs microsoft office and if you don't need microsoft office why you not get a mac yeah exactly 
And so, oh, that's actually really nice. And oh, wow, the a transportable like two and two in one uh, 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 notebook that turns into oh, that's oh, multi touch on a desktop. Oh, that's not. And you're like, oh, okay, so perhaps Android it's a apps. World. Oh, Windows apps, which by the way, I've been running with crossover. I've been running Windows 10 apps on my Chromebook. It is. We are living in the future, people. This is the future right here. It's kind of scary and exciting at the same time. It's exciting for self-proclaimed nerds like Andy and myself because we get to play with all this stuff. I mean, I genuinely derive joy from running another platform's app on a platform it's not intended for. It's just like some (laughs) weird... It's like rebel feeling for some reason. It's just so exciting. It's like a, it's like safe adrenaline. I'm feeling, I'm feeling a, I'm feeling a sort of kinship with like my immigrant grandparents, like that on the one hand, like we, we are amazed still that we can just get clean water without having to like walk into the town center. We just turn a faucet and it's wonderful. And on, on the one hand, we we're amazed that like our children who knew no other world are so blasé about it. On the other hand, we are very pleased that they live in a world where they don't have to be so amazed that they plugged in a printer and it worked or <laughs> it found well, the that internet. That still amazes and me. That's, actually. Yeah, that's still, it will never, it <laughs> no, will never everyone's stop perplexed by printers. Anybody who tells you they got it are lying. Okay. It's, there's no such thing as a person who's ever successfully set up a printer on the first try. Never in the history. <laughs> at least, at that least is you, a fact. At least you don't have to flip dip switches like I did when I when I was like fourteen or fifteen. Like okay, eight eight data bits, one stop bit. No, 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 seven data bits, one stop bit. No parity, auto carriage return. Oh, yes, God. I was the era of the serial port, so it did, it did get a little easier. Sorry, Looking millennials, we always had it easier. At- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, shall we head into the first break? Shan't we not? Yes. This episode of Material is brought to you by Pingdom, the company who makes website performance monitoring really easy. Everyone loves a fast website, and Pingdom helps keep your favorite sites online. Netflix, Amazon, Spotify, Twitter, BuzzFeed, Slack, you know these names. These are just a few of the companies that trust Pingdom to take care of their website monitoring. Websites can get pretty complicated, but you can monitor any site transaction with Pingdom. Stuff like user registrations, logins, checkouts, and so much more. Pingdom cares about your users having the smoothest site experience possible. And if disaster should strike, you will be the first to know. It's super easy to get started. All Pingdom needs is your URL and they will take care of the rest. That is it. Go to pingdom.com backslash RelayFM right now for a 14-day free trial with no credit card required. When you sign up, use the code MATERIAL at checkout to get a huge 30% off your first invoice. Thanks to Pingdom for their support of this show and Relay FM. Well, this is the recording on October 2nd. Uh, this, I'm sorry, October 3rd. This is the October 3rd before October 9th. Uh, which is the big event in New York City, but there's not now a week before an Apple event. We're pretty sure what we're going to see. I'm pretty astounded that there's so many things that are being announced by Google, and we already have photos of almost all of them. Like not so the leaks have been so bad that these are all pretty well documented, and so okay, but it looks pretty. Uh, it looks pretty. The exciting. leaks have been leaky. 
Yeah. Well, maybe people will get excited because they think they know something that they aren't supposed to know. Um, so obviously, Google's going to be live streaming it starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time uh, on Google. Just go to the Made by yeah, Google make channel us on, on the YouTube. West Coast. Have to get up early now. <laughs> Never mind. There's no more 10 a.m. call time. We got to do oh. this like 8 a.m. You know how early I have to get up. Thanks a lot, everybody. Well, okay. Uh, 11 a.m. freelancer <laughs> time is like 6 a.m. normal person time. I, I know. I'm the like, worst. I'm still. I'm still. I. I feel entitled to any time, any hour of the morning with one digit in it is like it's the crack of nine thirty a.m. I know. I know. It's the worst. <laughs> I've become the worst person, and I don't even care. Yeah. I'm leaning in. <laughs> leaning in. Anyway. Go so ahead. so yes, yeah, so you go to the Made by Google channel. Uh, they'll even they'll even very kindly uh, let you set a set a reminder, and will remind you when things start. Uh, but here's so we look like uh, you got your Pixel Three and your Pixel Three XL, which we've seen photos of, and we pretty much know everything's going to go. Looks like it's going to be uh, mostly performance upgrades, nothing amazing and dramatic happening there. Uh, the new Google Home Hub, which is the Google style uh, Google's version of a smart display with a built-in screen, and of course we've seen press photos of that. Uh, the Google Pixel Slate, uh, the one of the two. Uh, 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 pixel excuse me uh, two pixel books that we're going to see uh we think we're going to see but we now have the pixel slate uh codenamed nocturne really really well documented and it looks pretty it's yeah it looks pretty pretty nice well, well let me get to the end of the list and then we'll talk about <laughs> the pixel slate um the pixel book two is the actually one of the only one of the two things on the list that we haven't seen photos of uh that would be like just sort of an update of last year's conventional notebook style pixel book um the pixel stand which is a going to be a charging dock for your phone again we've seen press photos of that uh chromecast uh, the new refreshed version uh with more hdr goodness and stuff like that uh that was fun because uh, apparently folks at best buy uh saw it in the back in the back of the the, the, the storeroom <laughs> and it said well by the way dudes don't open this don't put these out until october 9th seriously dudes, not, not before october 9th and you know, someone's just said, I'm not being paid enough to read labels. So they put them out on display on the display. They really don't pay them enough, by the way. They no, I'm, I'm, I've, I have worked, I've worked at retail jobs like that. It's like, I will t realize that me following directions like that is a bonus that I will give it my, I will give or withhold at my discretion, not because I'm trying to quote, get back at the man unquote, but because it's like, you know what? I need. I kind of need the space to put this new pallet of like printer paper that just came in. Why don't I just put these out and whatever. unionize? Yeah, unionize. Oh, sorry. <laughs> keep going. Keep going, Andy. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so people people bought them and now they're on. And the other thing that we have not seen pixel, pictures of the Pixel Buds too, which is kind of rumored. <laughs> they look like actual buds. This yeah. little render. Sorry, this just—they're so cute and mm. weird. They look they like have, earplugs. One looks like Owen Wilson. The other one looks like don't you look buds? So, <laughs> but yeah, they're—they kind of—I—I haven't—I haven't seen like detailed rumors about them. But you feel as though they kind of have to release something to make up for <laughs> last year's Pixel Buds. Okay, but whatever is—I mean. Okay, I'm gonna wait. I'm just gonna wait before I say anything. I'm no, gonna no. wait before I judge. 
Okay, wait till next week. These are just renders, right? So I don't know what it could really look like. It could well, look we, very yeah, differently. Yeah, exactly. We've uh, we've seen ren- renders of them, but we have to. They're so good that we have to remember that this is like what a Android site. Yes. <laughs> We're going off of nine to five Google, by the exactly. way, for everyone out there. Which yeah, and, lo- and lots of different sites have like the same kind of roundup. It, mm-hmm. It's like because the same sort of information has been shared and floating around. Um, but I got to. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I got to say that I'm really, really getting, the more I hear about the pixel slate, uh, the more excited I'm getting about it because it's like, have you, what you, how are you reacting to this? We're getting a lot of details and I like the details we've been seeing. I don't have money for all this stuff. I don't yeah. know how I'm going to pay for it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm definitely going to buy a new phone because I just budget to do that every year. Uh, it's my one big, like first world indulgence that I like to do because like Apple users have had it for so many years. So it's my turn now. (laughs) Uh, So that's how I feel about that whole thing. And also just because I've been so happy with the first pixel and the second pixel that I feel like the third pixel, it's good. Just that little camera bump I feel like is going to be worth all the while. Um, And I guess wireless charging. I think I'm definitely, definitely on board for the dock. I don't think I need the smart display because we already have all these third party ones coming out. Yeah. I think this one is very much to match everything that already exists out there so that we can really build this idea of like the Google ecosystem and have this matching aesthetic. So, something that's re- something that's uh, that's recognizably a Google Assistant mm-hmm. device on the, in your home. The way that you would walk into like an office and see that like somebody is very obviously a Mac head. Uh, but, but I mean that in all honesty, because I feel like that is exactly like what Google's going for here. Um, in its own way, the same way that Microsoft has, uh, designed things to sort of like have this matching, um, like industrialized aesthetic or whatever is going on there. Uh, the pixel slate is, and whatever pixel book read up is going to happen or whatever we're talking about here. I mean, it's a bummer that there's new hardware coming out because I really like the pixel book and I wish I could just like, I wish I, <laughs> I wish, of course I wish I had the money that I could just instantly update this stuff. Why the heck not? <laughs> but I'm also just really excited about the Chrome OS 70 stuff that's going to be announced. Uh, all that added functionality is going to come to Chromebooks that exist already. Like that's the real, that's the real pot of gold right there at the end of the rainbow. Um, that's the stuff that's going to really benefit everybody And we actually had a really good discussion about this on Clockwise this morning, which is also here on the Relay Relay FM network, which was that uh, since Chrome, Chromebooks are so uh, affordable or they were so affordable and and so geared toward the education market that these these changes are going to come to people who necessarily couldn't drop those thousands of dollars on a new laptop to have this like added functionality of Android apps and who knows Windows apps. Yeah, let's see. That's everything I everything that I've been reading about this that and not talk not talking about like scuttlebutt. I'm talking about no, unless this was one one mm-hmm. of the most amazing disinformation campaigns since World War II when the Allies dressed up a drowned body in England as a top secret Allied courier carrying top secret documents about the upcoming invasion of Europe. So much so that they 
made identity papers for him and theater tickets and invented a, a girlfriend that was going to be like had had to actually be there in case a german spy following up to see if this was genuine and then dropped them off the dropped them into the water uh by a u-boat or something so that the body would wash up on a shore and probably be handed over to some spanish uh german contact they knew existed there very exciting story. Definitely look into it. Unless War dis- is rough. <laughs> unless, <laughs> unless someone's been doing a disinformation campaign that intense. Uh, the idea of having <laughs> in an iPad Pro type like tablet, uh, including a fingerprint sensor that that has a core i7 processor like a modern like latest latest generation 14 nanometer intel processor and 16 megabytes of of uh, of uh, system ram according to geekbench results uh whoever whoever had one of these definitely must have known that if they ran it through geek geek bench it would show up in the listings of geek benches. and people people found them but the idea of all that sort of and then uh, but and obviously we're getting we know what it looks like because of press photos that got leaked looks really nice they also because of materials that were accidentally posted and then taken down and then reposted with certain information concealed uh bridge b-r-y-d-g-e they make amazing uh like dock keyboards for the ipad where it's beautiful beautiful keys and a beautiful easy to put on easy to take off like hinge so that you can actually fold it like a notebook and carry it like a notebook and it behaves just like a notebook so apparently they're making a bespoke one just for the uh, just for this new uh, uh the new pixel slate that has a trackpad has buttons uh and like you said the idea that so if uh, if I can buy a maybe a thousand dollar for the amount of money I could get for an iPad Pro. It will when I want something to be super lightweight and uh, and and fuss free. I can run it like a Chromebook where I'm running like web apps. But but in addition to that, if I have like one or two like Android apps that kind of want to run on the side because they're a little bit more in depth and plus I'm that's why I'm standardizing my to do lists and stuff on my phone. I can also run Android apps. But if I also want to be a Chromebook that will have like because I write so much, I want to make sure that there's like a real like word processor that's doing local storage. I can run just install a Debian Linux Microsoft Word compatible word processor or anything that's written for Debian Linux. Or if I'm going to be traveling mm-hmm. for a week and I realize that, ah, oh, damn, you know, I could travel with just my iPad if not for the fact that I really need to do some intense photo editing mm-hmm. or I need to do something on Skype or I'll need USB. Uh, so I'm going to have to take my – no, or instead of taking my MacBook with me, I could just simply <laughs> let it run Windows 10 uh, we know that they're working on it. We know that there's been too many commits in the, in the APK and mentions of it uh, to th- uh, to think that this is just an idle rumor. Whether it's going to be available at launch, whether it's going to be a one or the other, you have to choose to either run it as a Windows 10 device or a Chrome OS device, or if you can just simply run a window <laughs> containing Windows 10, we don't know. But the idea of spending $500, $800, 1000 maybe even, even $1,300 for one device that can do so many things and hopefully do them well not only is that attractive to me just as a consumer who oftentimes is looking at all the stuff he's about to throw into a bag for three days in uh, in new york and wondering i've got so many different screens and keyboards and batteries here it seems as though one screen and one keyboard with one battery in it could be all i would need 
but not, not only that, but as a, as a nerd, as a journalist, it's like, why aren't all companies doing things as interesting as this? And like you and like you said earlier, even if the, even if all these features are not going to be available for the three hundred dollar Chromebooks out there, I'm sure it's not going to be. I'm sure that the Chrome seventy features are going to be available on third party hardware, but maybe the two hundred dollar, three hundred dollar CPUs are not going to be enough iron to run uh, Windows ten. But even if it's just the ability to say be, let you run uh, a $300 laptop that will run the one thing that prevents you from using a uh, from being able to use a Chromebook instead of a notebook or if you have some more scratch the ability to spend $1000 or $1100 on a single computing platform that will do the work of $2500 to $3000 of separate devices that's super exciting Okay, so we don't know if it's really going to be the kind of capable thing that's going to like completely replace the fact that I have a podcasting machine. We still have to do our stunt, by the way. Um, we're not going to tell anybody when we do the stunt, but Andy and I are planning the stunt still uh, yes. where I will be podcasting via the Chromebook. I'm just still working on it on my end, <laughs> working out some things to see how I can do this. Mm -hmm. And uh, I will be podcasting from my phone, my Pixel version one. Meaning yes. running, meaning running Skype and audio. My my problem is that I don't know how to capture audio directly yet. I but, will teach you after we are done recording because I have a suggestion for you. Okay, we'll fi we'll figure that out. And um, you and you, we will all explain this, of course. We'll when explain we, when this. We but, eventually do our stunt. Yes, but <laughs> but if we tell, but if we tell you that we're doing it while we're doing yeah. it, then for for all you know, we're doing it right now. Exactly. We sound wonderful. Exactly. But yeah. Um, so it's there's still obviously I'm not going to be running like Adobe Premiere Pro on <laughs> the Pixelbook via Windows 10 emulation because that just seems like I don't even know if the Pixelbook honestly has the GPU capabilities to do that sort of thing because like that requires a lot. Anyway, I just know that my little Dell can only handle so much with eight gigs of RAM. Uh, but I do, but I, I left California for four days and all I had was my pixel book on me and I was able to file all of my work and edit my photos. And, uh, I watched TV with my friend. We like flipped it over and I propped it up like a little TV and we got to watch, like I got to use my little Android apps. Uh, you know, I had a bunch of movies on there. I was able to watch on the flight. I, I don't need anything anymore. Yeah. I have like the two best, I have the two best accessories now, a pixel book and a pixel. And yeah. I, I'm buying what Google's selling. Just, it's, I get and, it. Yeah. And, and, and of course we're, we can speak this freely because we know that this is the last show we do before we actually get hit with the actual reality of these devices. And we find out that, Oh, it's actually not the, the slate is going to be $5,000. If you want the keyboard, it'll be $80,000. It's, 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 it's fun to be able to talk freely about what this could be, how good it be, how good it could be. And, and I, I'm, unfortunately I'm, Oh, my, my brain is the, the weasel portion of my brain is taking over the CPU and throttling it. Cause it's saying, well, you know, Andy, you, you did like sort of set us, you were expecting that you'd be buying like a, 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 pix, a, a version three, a, a pixel phone. So you kind of have already have like $700 put aside and you didn't put aside money for a pixel watch, but you're anticipating that if there is a new pixel watch, maybe you're going to have to buy one of those too, because for your own use and also for, so in a way it's like, you got a thousand 
Fox kind of budgeted for this for a very legitimate business reason. And I'm like, oh, don't give me that. <laughs> I already I already have two Chromebooks I have to put to you. So I am just praying that whatever comes out of next week happens to be some good stuff for the devices yeah. that I already have. Because I think that in the end, that's going to be just as important as all this fancy new devices is how much Google is going to support those of us yeah. that cannot jump ahead. Because I think... I'm hearing a lot of grumbling from my Apple using friends. They are not happy about the fact that, uh, you know, their phones feel slow after an update. I know with this latest iOS update, I definitely heard more grumbling than I have in years past. So I'm, I'm watching it from the sidelines and I'm seeing the fall of the empire and um, I'm here for it. And I'll be oh. sipping tea in the corner when the revolution starts. <laughs> He'll be knitting and cackling like Madame I Lafarge. Will, I will be with my uh, Pixel book. Watching but, a YouTube video on my Pixel book. That's how I'm, that's how I'm knitting. <laughs> ah, another name goes into my tapestry. So noted, so noted me. But see, even uh, uh, so I'm going to be really tempted uh, to get a Chromebook this year. And you know what? If if they do something even more uh, equally, what might be equally wonderful, which is to say that okay, and here's the version two of uh, our new Pixel Book for tr their traditional notebook, and we are keeping the Pixel Book version one with a tw the two hundred fifty dollar discount that we had over the over the summer. That's now a permanent price drop. Then it will be like really hard for me not to buy some kind of Pixel Book. Because it's the only again, computer I've been using, Andy, except yeah. when we podcast, it's the only computer I use. Yeah. And I've, I've, I've already been walking myself towards this. This this is where like Google has put itself into a big position to succeed because I'm sure I couldn't do. I'm sure I wouldn't want to use a Chromebook for everything that I do. But already with the way the things are working out, I'm sort of leaning towards like the next Mac I buy will more likely be a more a pretty powerful desktop as opposed to another MacBook, whereas usually my thing has been, I'm going to buy a really powerful MacBook and, you know, tether that, tether that to my desk when I went to accessories. And so if I decide to simply buy like a, a new Mac pro or top of the line Mac mini, and, and then I'll, that leaves room for a, I don't know, I don't, I can use a Chromebook uh, as my MacBook from now on, particularly if it will give me a much better keyboard and will do pretty much everything I want to do outside of the office. So that's the freedom of people to really choose to say that it's not, you don't get to, you don't have to choose between a desktop or a laptop. Do you want a desktop or a laptop? Do you want this OS or this OS? The ability to simply say that here's a combination of hardware that's going to work really well for me in 2019. And no two people will probably have the same combination platter. Everyone gets different tacos, but everybody enjoys the meal. We will have to wait until next week for all the great details to emerge. We'll be walking uh, back a lot of this stuff. I'll let you all know straight ahead. Yeah, so. I, next week we'll. I'm gonna. Well, next week I've got plenty of of work happening on the actual day that it's happening. So I'm really looking forward to kind of. I'm, I think I'm gonna bring alcohol next week, and that we're gonna have a real like late night truth sesh about how we felt about the event. Okay. So stay well, tuned for that, folks. <laughs> I, will, I, 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 won't, I won't let you drink alone. Okay, great. <laughs> I, Perfect. I, I, I promise you that not that, this, not that this will be a drinking game or a contest. I'm just saying that I'm just saying that for yes. a level playing field, I will match you shot for I will match you unit of alcohol for unit yeah. of alcohol adjusted for weight just to make It'll, sure. That yeah. we're, well, you know, by then everybody will have like analyzed it. So yeah. let's jump to our first, next break uh, yes. before we move on to act 
Pinto. I tried to say it in French and then I forgot how to say it in French and then I kind of said it in Spanish. <laughs> so I apologize, but because the main language I learned was a Latin language anyway, you can all forgive me. There we go. <laughs> we have a very international flair. This episode of Material is brought to you by Linode. With Linode, you'll have access to a suite of powerful hosting options with prices starting at $5 a month. And you'll be up and running with your own virtual server in the Linode cloud in just under a minute. Whether you're just getting started with your first server or deploying a complex system, Linode is the right choice for you. Linode offers the fastest hardware and network with fantastic customer support behind it all. It's never been easier to launch a Linode cloud server. Linode guarantees 99.9% .9 uptime for server availability, and once your server is up, they keep it that way. And Linode offers additional storage too. Block storage is now out of beta and available in Fremont and Newark. Linode is great for tasks like hosting large databases, running a mail server, operating a VPN, running Docker containers, hosting a private Git server, and so much more. Oh, and Linode's hiring right now. If this interests you, just go to linode.com backslash careers. Linode has fantastic pricing options available. Their plans start at one gig of RAM for only $5 a month, and they offer high memory plans starting with 16 gigabytes of RAM. As a listener of this show, if you sign up at linode.com backslash material, you'll not only be supporting us, but you'll also get $20 towards any Linode plan. On the one gigabyte of RAM plan, that's four free months. And with a seven-day money-back guarantee, there's nothing to lose. So go to linode.com backslash material to learn more, sign up, and take advantage of that $20 credit. Or use the promo code material2018 at checkout. Thank you so much to Linode for supporting material and Relay FM. Okay, so uh, Google has another really great offer for you. <laughs> where they 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 will let you play. Uh, Are you going to give me more reasons to love my Chromebook? Is that what's <laughs> happening right now? Because I, I know what's about to happen. I think so. So okay. I was I Keep wasn't going. expecting this. We we've all been reading about how Apple how uh, Google wants to try wants to make some sort of a play into gaming, whether it's as some sort of a gaming box or whatever. Uh, and so they turned over their first really public card by saying that they're they've got. They're creating a private beta. If you go to projectstream.google.com and sign up, and you're one of the lucky people who sign up, and you have at least a 25 megabit net, net connection, and you're a United States resident, and you're 17 years or over, you will get to play the newest version of uh, Ubisoft's Assassin's Creed, that is Assassin's Creed Odyssey, as a streaming Chrome app, meaning that so long as you've got a computer with Chrome, uh, they were they were not clear whether they meant uh, a, a phone running the, the the mobile Chrome thing will work, or you need to have at least a Windows machine or so, something with like an Intel i5 or whatever. But what they're trying to do is they they they're labeling this not as a hey as a rollout of our brand new streaming game platform. No, they're making it really clear that they're doing this as a test, which is why it's a private invite only beta. So they want to see how well this works with people who have no right to complain about it because they're getting it for free uh and it's going to be free 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 at least for the duration of the test but uh it's ambitious and a lot of the analysis over this uh was super interesting when i first read the news i was chiefly thinking wow that's kind of interesting google making a strong play for uh, for gaming because obviously it's not as though they want to get ready for 8k streaming video and they decided let's just do this game as a test it's like they really want to test out interactivity uh, it's uh, there was some good analysis. I was reading a, a report about 
uh, from a Morgan Stanley analyst uh, who is making it really, really clear that this is a really <laughs> he put it as a he described this as a quote source of upside unquote, which again uh, it sounds like a like a track three on a Phil Collins album after he split from Genesis early eighties, uh, maybe after invisible touch. But, uh, it seems, it seems to make sense. He's saying about how, uh, Google has so many resources for, for cloud app development, uh, but they're getting their butts kicked by, uh, Microsoft and especially Amazon. And this is a really big opportunity for Google to just jump ahead of the race because gaming is a different thing entirely where it has to play. You're dealing with gamers who are, who are expecting, you know, <laughs> like 60 frames per second, uh, at, uh, at at least HD quality and go up from there. Uh, and they're expecting when they, when they have, push the right buttons to kill a thing they do not expect to be killed for lack of input and so latency is a huge huge problem basically the 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 thrust here is that google is in a really good position to solve this problem to create a really and create a really great streaming games platform where so many other companies have tried and failed and if they do create this they will have they will basically create the new light bulb for for gaming and if if it'll either be a really huge source of new revenue and bring new developers into the Google Cloud platform uh and or just simply leave stockholders convinced that uh, if and when the ad business implodes on them they are developing new businesses and new experiments and so they're preparing to make sure that to to get to make to prepare for a day where ads are less than let's say 80% of of alphabet's uh, alphabet's annual uh, annual profits so that's pre- it's also pretty cool but uh, again we, I, I of course i signed up again go to projectstream.google.com um pro- they, you might have heard uh, rumors of a gaming platform called yeti apparently they've changed the name they, what used to be called yeti is now officially called project stream uh, so there's more information on that site but again if they if it be, if it's truly all the processing power is being done remotely and all the all the chrome browser needs to do is uh, transact uh, transact graphics and data between the device and that server really quickly that's super interesting if i can get a, if i can buy a $300 chromebook that will perform as well as a $1000 gaming pc or if i can have this uh, i i know i can i already have chrome running on my uh uh, on my uh, on my uh, streaming uh, my streaming box my Nvidia Shield again if it can if it will run on anything that runs Chrome the idea of developing a game for just simply for the Chrome platform and being able to have it run being able to sell it pe- sell it to people on Windows on Mac on Android phones on iOS that's a pretty good thing to try to sell to developers. Okay. I had to go look it up because I completely forgot. Uh, I remember on live tried this years ago with a set top box that you could plug into your TV and it came with like a physical controller. And the idea was that you could subscribe to the service and you'd be able to just stream any of these games. You don't need the actual console. It's basically all being streamed to you. I don't think that worked out for them. Uh, I'm just trying to quickly, okay. So Google project stream is a part of the list of like, here's what's coming. Uh, not filled out in the Wikipedia page, by the way. And yes, I am using Wikipedia as a source. Uh, I know all of my journals and professors are now yelling at me. 
but you know, times have changed, but on live doesn't really exist anymore. And so I don't, I'm very curious to see what Google's going to do to kind of like make this stand out from the stuff that has been tried before. I mean, I guess it's exciting that you can play Assassin's Creed, but how does this translate? I mean, I just think how annoying this is, like for people who already are in, I guess this is not for people who are into PC gaming already, because if you've already got a library of games that you've invested in and you've got hardware you invested in, this is not something, this is for people like me who want to be able to do everything on one device and don't necessarily care to have like the top tier experience. Like I really don't care about graphics. I'm okay with a little pixelation here and there. Yeah. As long as things run smoothly and I get to have some fun. Um I don't know. This is uh this will be an interesting this will be an I signed up for it, so yeah. we'll see. I'm not interested in the ti- in the title. I think it's very obvious. Well, it's, it's only it's, for gamers, but it, it's ambitious that they chose Assassin's Creed because that that really is one of those it's, this is this is no Doctor Mario. It's yeah, yeah. It's, there's a lot of action. It's there's if the if it, the animation bites, it's gonna really bite. Uh, if it's the most frustrating thing about playing a game is if you've got a bad controller. I mean, for real, it's not just an excuse you're using. And you know you hit you hit B in time to leap over that trap, but for some reason you hit it three times and you didn't move, and now you're dead. That's what causes you to stop playing a game. It's a really ambitious game to try out, and so if they get if they get that working, that will kind of get a lot of developers thinking. Well, what if they can get that working? I bet we can get anything else working. And uh, you're never gonna. There are going to be people who uh, build wonderful gaming PCs with these GP with uh, <laughs> like GPUs that are so powerful that you can't buy them because uh, Bitcoin miners are buying them by the pallet full. But there, I wonder if the majority of gamers aren't more casual. They they enjoy the games, but they're not worried about. They're okay with thirty frames per second. They don't care about the. They don't care about the frame rate. They're not training for either uh, ego points or for actual money points on a, on a on an organized team or anything. If the idea that the computer that you have right now can play the same game that your friends are playing, and you know you don't have to upgrade your two year old laptop in order to play it. That's pretty exciting, and for people like me who I don't even have like a, a, a console game game system, if because I can't justify spending two or three hundred dollars for a console and then sixty dollars per game that will only distract me from the things that I use to make money to pay for the console and all those games. But again, I'm buying this really cool Chromebook, and if if I can run those games on my Chromebook or on my TV. That's I might I might and if if my friends get into uh, uh, a new baseball game and invite me to join them, perhaps I would then spend fifty dollars just to buy the access to the app on Chrome. It's pretty exciting, and like a, like that analyst said, it hasn't worked before, but not because it seems like an impossible thing to do. It's just such a pile of problems that have to be solved, uh, and these are problems that you don't have to solve if you simply develop for a console uh, that. It would take a company like Google that not only has these resources and this experience, but also this kind of motivation to solve these problems to finally turn it around. Interesting stuff. I'm also thinking, like, imagine just being able to pop into World of Warcraft on a Chromebook. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, I don't know. And by the way, video games are not only a distraction. They are an amazing escape 
when the world is just way too much to handle because, you know, you can't go around chopping people's heads off in real life. <laughs> uh, and so what you do is you go into Skyrim and you hunt vampires and it really helps get, get that out of your system. Yeah. I'm not, I, I'm not besmirching people who are into gaming. It's just I, I has I, I oh, had no, a, I know it no, is no, a distraction. Oh no, no, no it, it is. I mean, it, it depends on how you relate to it. I had the, the last time I was into a game, I can't even remember what it was, and I just had this. I finally finished like all the puzzles, or I finally finished this game, and it not like I was not like it wasn't. It didn't make me as happy as I thought I I thought it would because I thought I've spent I've just spent like three weeks mastering skills that are of absolutely no use outside of this game, and now that I finished this game, I'm probably going to replay it with more experience but that's going to be it for a couple of weeks what if i spent it's like i should probably have spent that time excuse me for, for me recreate for rec for recreational time it's like i probably could have gotten three weeks better as an as a as a as an artist as a drawer someone who likes to draw but is disgusted by everything he draws it's like uh i should probably work on something else for my own pleasure you're so industrious andy <laughs> No, See, it's, it's just, well, just also 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 the games that the, the games that I play they, when I when I've got time off from work I need something that relaxes me and these games just make me more tense. Oh no no, like, no 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 <laughs> Skyrim no 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 Skyrim is literally it is a is an open world game where you just go around and you can choose to do quests if you want just to like have a storyline going so you have things to do. Or you can just go like raid and level up and then you buy houses in the game and then you can like adopt a family. So like I've mentioned, I have two daughters in the game. I have an orc husband. I take care of them by killing people and stealing. Okay, <laughs> but Robin Hood stole from the rich and gave to the poor and I see myself as doing the exact same uh as far there, as i'm concerned there there's I, no there's no shortage of funk songs written and recorded in the 70s that don't talk about exactly your your situation you were, i mean you're you left alone by the age of five learn to do what you got to to survive you know? it's be it's like i love video games for that exact reason because it takes me completely out of like this i like those kind of games that take you yeah. into a completely different immersed world and yes you have to like fight things but yeah. it's only like part part of it uh it's also just interesting to bring this up because this is ex i'm probably going to end up paying for whatever this project stream is if it ends up having <laughs> like steam worthy games i don't just yeah. want like console games yeah. i want like games that i would play on steam I, so I we'll guess, see how that happens <laughs> I, I've, I've been following the development of this and what's is continues to look like an incredible game set on the titanic uh called uh, honor and glory a titanic colon honor and glory um and the center on the titanic as it's sinking yes. see but the, but here's but here's the thing like there's a lot of anxiety like wow there's so much going on no 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 oh. this is so they they've got it see the the highlight of this is that um they are building this gobsmackingly accurate model of the titanic where it's not just oh it's a murder mystery and okay let's spend a few months just whipping together something that looks like that it's like they are like they are amassing the the largest collection of reference material they are like they they they've been doing updates about this for the past three or four years as they're building this and the last update they did a uh, they did a YouTube video explaining that now we know from this set of blueprints that we that that the world only knew about since 1990 something because every other set of blueprints was destroyed by the Germans in the blitz 
bullets. But now we, but like examining these blueprints, we know that there is a cloak room right here that's supposed to be right here that we have to model. Unfortunately, we don't know what the cloak, what the cloak room hooks looked like. So what we had to do was like look at other ships that were built by the same company around that same time and try to find out what they would use. Not in the same, at least not in the same sort of room, but at least when they bought cloak rooms, who was their cloak room hook supplier? And it's like, and I'm sure the story is going to be wonderful, but I would pay $50 just to have this perfect, every square inch of the Titanic, where it's just walk around and explore it. That would just be, again, that's the sort of thing that I find calm and relaxing until, what, 11.22 p.m. on a certain night when there's a certain jarring motion and there's nearer, my God, to the happening uh, on, on the upper decks. So oh so it's God. so it's again it's, it's such a sad scene. I know. It's <laughs> anyway. It's I mean it's but that, but that's what that's the sort of thing I'm talking about. I probably I wouldn't buy a $300 console to play this game as much as I, I I would be content as I've been with most other games to enjoy the walkthroughs that so many people post on YouTube. But if I could just spend $50 and run it on uh run, just run it on my on my computer that would be pretty cool without having to sign up for steam without having to install like 80 gigabytes worth of stuff. So maybe stuff. on the Chromebook that you buy for $700. Well, you know, uh, maybe, maybe it'd be cheaper if I just get you so excited about the 2018 <laughs> Chromebooks that you sell me your old one at a hefty discount. I can't sell it to you. Oh, that's true. It's a lender. Perhaps I should yeah. just give it to you and ask Google to send me a new one. <laughs> Listen, it's no it's no secret that that is how device review services happen. Yeah. So see, now that, you see how the sausage is made. And that's, and that's how and, and that's how like freelancers budgets are busted, because at some point, like I at some point, my my journalistic need for it to like write a review or do a commentary is over with. And I feel like. At this point, you're just using it for your own stuff because you like it, which means that you have to now buy one of it, these. Exactly, exactly. And, like, and, there, and there's and you know there's some pe- there's some journalists at some institutions where no, you're not even you're not even allowed to get a loaner. You have to like we you have to buy it and then sell it when you're done with it. And so I realize that you know there are different rules, but it's like. At this point, I either have to like decide I will, <laughs> I have to get. It's like, isn't it? It sounds like fostering a dog or something. Like, but I love him. I can't send. Him. <laughs> I I know there's I know there's a there's a disabled person who <laughs> was who's supposed to like now get it for training. But I love little Scrapper. And it, it just to put a note out there into the world that just because this stuff is bo- is borrowed does not mean that it in any way uh impacts how it is we feel about these platforms i i ask for this hardware because uh because i i don't know if it's worth the money yet and quite frankly i have to study this for a living and so i appreciate the ability to check out hardware as I need it. And the ability that I've had these last couple of months is to really play around with Chrome OS and see how far it can go. And so all my giddiness is coming from how much I can push the platform and it's making me more excited for future iterations because eventually, yes, I am going to purchase a high-end Chromebook. Right now I have a mid-range Chromebook. I have a Chromebook Flip and I haven't opened it in months because the Pixelbook is just so much faster. And so to have that experience and to be able to experience that disparity in speed just between like processors, I mean, it really, it's really helpful. Yeah. 
it's really helpful in understanding like the bigger picture. So it's going to be an exciting space to check out. And we've literally been talking about the Chromebook since like we started this podcast. And so, and now, and now it's time to end it. I know. So we'll, we'll, uh, we've got a couple of things that are kind of interesting. We'll talk, maybe we'll see if we can talk about it next week. Uh, fortunately they're not like super time critical, Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, that's, it's, I'm so, so pleased with what Google has accomplished with the Chromebook. And it just goes to show you with the amount of shade, the amount of like, oh my God, just proving, proving the world that Google just doesn't get it. All their, all the reaction to the very first Chromebook thing. Yeah, that sounds great. I'm going to spend like $400 for a laptop that only runs a web browser. And it's like, okay, I, I oh, want we you still to- have some work to do. We still have some work no, to do no, in letting but- people know because you and I know, but there's people out there who do not know, who, who know as much as you and I know. I'm just putting that out there. They have yeah. not heard the gospel. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what needs to happen. Like when like company vice presidents who will, as a way of proving to the entire company that they're so important that they get whatever computer they want, when they, if, if the IT department can sort of trick them into thinking that, well, look, this is the elite, like next level sort of stuff. The the the, the Chromebook Pixel, and we're not letting everybody get them. But we'll bring. Well, I, I, but you're the hey, you're a vice president, so yeah. we'll let you try it so out. When it becomes Set a precedent, the, yeah. When it, when it becomes the thing that the that the super executives want to have to show that, <laughs> hey man, I don't need Windows. I got people to use Windows for me. You know that even if even if it's that crass, <laughs> that's when it will take its next leap. I have people to use uh, Mac for me. It's my husband. He has two of them. I just make him do it. Can you open this for me? Mac only. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm too busy making decisions. Sorry, I don't decisions. know how to use a trackpad. I do not know why can't I touch the screen. This is really hard to use. Can you please do this for me? Because your platform does not accommodate me. <laughs> no, I'd be I'd be one of those people saying I'm I'm way too busy. Dis- I'm way too va- my time is way too valuable to the company disrupting things. Then and 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 painting the other side of the fence that people don't see and and the long tail of the hockey stick and the et cetera et cetera to and double you got click. a very very thick ThinkPad. Enjoy. <laughs> I barely have time to single click. Every time I double click, it costs the company eighty thousand dollars in lost revenue. <laughs> And now we're getting giddy. So perhaps we should yes. <laughs> wrap things up. Uh, so you're, It's so worth you, noting we're doing this a lot later, by the way, audience. Exactly. We're recording later these days. So it's going to be more. We're just going to get real Howard Stern here. We're just going to have all these, all these talk. Also, no. yeah, I, I, I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if that's part of the, that, that's part of the effect of this, that like, uh, at least, at, at least at your end, we were recording early enough in the day that like uh you couldn't it, it's like maybe the worst of the day was going to happen after we record the show now it's late mm-hmm. enough that whatever horrible things mm-hmm. were going to happen have already happened and it's therefore true. affected our our demeanor so it's true we're actually much more focused at this hour weirdly enough <laughs> <laughs> even though before it was earlier mm. in the day so once again, next week, uh, we'll be talking about uh, the Google event. And also, we have uh, declared this to be an alcohol-supported uh, event. Uh, so once again, you're uh, because I try not to get like real-quality alcohol, 
Uh, your memberships are very, very much appreciated, so I can get the name brand stuff, the stuff that's actually delivered in glass bottles, not plastic jugs. Uh, <laughs> and to get, just go to relay.fm slash material to contribute uh, to my pursuit of uh, top-level uh, uh, Ron Swanson grade whiskeys and other beverages like that you can also use that space to give us feedback uh talk to give us suggestions anything you want uh you can also check out our uh twitter feed at material podcast oftentimes when people are listening they'll just hop on twitter and give us correctors corrections or give us observations we love all of your feedback uh and so uh flo anything between now and then that you would like to, to call people's attention to I am going to be live punditing the event next week uh, with Leo Yay. on the Twit Network. So if you are going to be at home like some of us and you would like to have some mystery science theater level talk <laughs> going on, Leo and I, we, we got pretty good rapport during these things. So I'm, I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. Uh, it's going to be a crazy week next week. So please, nobody email me. Yes. <laughs> for a while. No, Just nobody. Expect- give me a break right now. Nobody expect much of us for the and next. No week. emotional labor next week either, please. Everybody, keep your drama until the end of the week. You know, may- maybe we should see your new baby after your new baby has gotten some more sleep. It's it's yeah. had a rough couple of days, you know, yeah. with, with the, what with the move and all, yeah. uh, and perhaps they'd like to. When we'll certainly see them the before move. they after <laughs> before they have gained object permanence, but maybe you know after this that smell has gone away. Uh, Speaking of live stuff, I'm going to be on uh, WGBH radio on my one of my usual half hour tech things at uh, I think it's going to be 11:30 a.m. in the Boston area on Wednesday, uh, so the day after the event. And obviously, we're going to be talking a lot about Google stuff. And you can just go to WGBHnews.org and listen to it live, or go to that site anytime afterwards because they do cache all that stuff over there. Uh, everybody, thanks so much for listening to us. Hope you're half as excited about uh, the future of uh, Google stuff and the future of the people who are going to get to use this Google stuff as we are. Uh, let's have a great week, everybody. See you in seven days. 